0: feel pressure to clarify some things before I start. Um, I feel pressure to preface some things. However, I don't feel like that pressure is from God. I believe God just told me, this is what you're going to talk about, and it's in the Scripture. I'm not giving my personal opinion. This is Scriptural, and it applies to where we are today. So um, if I give a title to this um, It would be in the right pasture. Uh, We're going to read from Ezekiel chapter 34. And before we start, Bishop, would you mind praying over the word? In the name of Jesus. Lord, we stand before you once again, God, with the word, your word, getting ready to go forth. Your word is already anointed. I'm asking, God, that you anoint again your male servant. Let him deliver the oracles of God. God, allow your word, God, to fall on good ground. Allow this word that's coming forth to produce what you have purpose. God, once again, I plead the blood of the Lamb over each and every one under the sound of the voice that's going to be speaking. Let it be no distractions, O oh God, but let this word be engrafted in our spirits. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, uh, you can be seated if you want to. We're just going to dive right in. Um, Ezekiel chapter 34, we're, gonna, we're not going to read the whole thing. It's, it's too much. Uh, But I want to focus on two different sets within this chapter. And we're going to talk about a couple different things, um, uh, some polar opposites, if you will. Um, So let's go ahead and start with uh, verse 1. It says, And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God to the shepherds. "'Woe to the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves! "'Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? "'You eat the fat and clothe yourselves with the wool. "'You slaughter the fatlings, but you do not feed the flock. "'The weak you have not strengthened, "'nor have you healed those who were sick, "'nor bound up the broken, "'nor brought back what was driven away, "'nor sought what was lost.' But with force and cruelty you have ruled them. So they were scattered, because there was no shepherd, and they became food for all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains, and on every high hill, yes, my flock was scattered over the whole face of the earth, and no one was seeking or searching for them. So I want to stop right there and, and deal with this, and we'll jump to the next portion. Um But what I feel like the Lord wants me to say is that there are shepherds today who do not do the work of a shepherd. They call themselves shepherds, yet a true shepherd takes care of the flock. The shepherds that God is telling Ezekiel to prophesy to here are not taking care of their flock. They are using the flock for their own personal gain and advantage. Instead of giving to the flock, they're making the flock give unto them. And what is happening is that because there is no care or detail or attention given to these sheep by their shepherd, the one that they look to, the one that they go to when they are in need, because he, the shepherd is focused on feeding himself and taking care of his own personal wills and desires, the sheep are neglected. The sheep are abused, the sheep are hurting, they're broken, they're sick, they're lost. They're wandering because there is no true leadership in their life. And so what, I'm, what I feel the Lord has given me is that I believe this applies today to the current state of the church of God as a whole. That there are pastors who believe that they are called to pastor, but they believe that that call is so that they can get fat off of the flock. And they are not taking care of the sheep that belong to God. So the Lord said, I'm going to deal with these shepherds. You tell them this and that. Go and tell them because you haven't done this. And if you keep reading and you can read it later, God deals with them. But the fact is that there are herding and lost sheep out there who are supposed to have a shepherd, but they are lost because the shepherd that was put in charge over them is not shepherding them as God called them to. And the reason why I feel the Lord brought this back to me, he brought it back to me during revival services. It was either Tuesday or Wednesday night. I was looking around at what God was doing in here. And I saw a lot of sheep, a lot of sheep that don't belong to this fold. And I said, Lord, there's a lot of sheep here that, you know, don't call Bishop Jackson their shepherd. What's going on? And I saw what the Lord was doing in those sheep. What he was doing is he was bandaging their wounds. He was healing the sick ones. He was looking for the lost ones. He was trying to be whatever that sheep needed to be that their so-called shepherd is not doing for them. And God said, if they will not get what they need over here, I'll take them to a place where there's a shepherd that will take care of them. Because God loves his sheep. And it's not his will that any of the little sheep should be lost. I believe the scripture says, If you have a hundred sheep and you lose one, will you not leave the ninety-nine and go after the one? God sees the sheep that are hurting and broken throughout this world, who have shepherds that are feeding themselves. And he's saying, I'm going to look at those sheep, I'm going to search for them, I'm going to find them, and I'm going to take them to a place where they can be normal, healthy sheep. God is wanting to restore some sheep That don't belong to this fold. And I'm going to get to this fold in a minute. But this fold is a fold full of healthy sheep. And so what God is trying to do is he's looking for those who need a place for some nurturing. And he's saying, I could take them to 350 Utopia Lane. And I know there's a shepherd there that will heal those sheep. That will minister to their wounds. That have been abused and he will love them. Have been neglected and he will give them attention. And I'm telling you that there are sheep coming. This place is going to fill up, but it's not just going to be off of new converts. There are sheep coming that are looking. They're hungry for God, and they want a shepherd that will tell them exactly what they need to do. The problem is that shepherds When they take their flock to eat, they take them out to pasture. And that pasture belongs to the shepherd, or it should, or there should be some sort of authority that that shepherd has to feed his sheep in that pasture. But the problem is, there are a lot of pastures that belong to these shepherds. The pastures are not fertile. The pastures are trampled down. There is no green grass for them to eat. There is no water for them to drink. There is nothing there to feed those sheep to give them the nutrients that they need. They are malnourished. And so God is looking for a place where there is good pasture and rich, fertile ground to feed the sheep, where waters flow so that they can drink. This is that pasture. This is it. Let's skip to verse 11 and read 11 through 16. For thus says the Lord God, indeed, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock on the day he is among his scattered sheep, so will I seek out my sheep and deliver them from all the places where they were scattered on a cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, in the valleys and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in good pasture and their fold shall be on the high mountains of Israel. There they shall lie down in a good fold and feed in rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God." I will seek what was lost and bring back what was driven away. Bind up the broken and strengthen what was sick. But I will destroy the fat and strong and feed them in judgment. God is looking for his sheep. He is looking for those who want and desire God and desire a man of God to show them the way. Because, Brother Barlow, there is a place we have not been before. And we need God to lead us but we cannot make it just by saying, well, I love God. No, you need a man of God, a shepherd, to show you the way. And that is what we have here in Bishop Jackson. God is leading these sheep to good pasture. And there, is, there are examples in this church already that this has happened to. I want to say, have you ever seen... The commercials of the, you know, Sarah McLachlan singing, in the arms of an angel, right? You got the little sad puppies. They're all abused and all this stuff. If 30 cents a day, you can save a little lost puppy. (laughs) Right? You've seen those commercials. Makes me mad every time, okay? Because I feel like, you know, a jerk when I turn off the, you know, no, I don't want to. There's lost puppies that need me, but. um. What I, what I say in saying that is, you see that commercial, you see other videos, there are people out there who make it their mission in life to love on abused animals. They want to take care of abused animals. There's animal sanctuaries and rescues, and it is their mission to take an abused animal and see it go from something that has no trust, that has no self-confidence, that is malnourished, that has been beaten, and take those things and nurse them back to health. And by the time they're back to normal, you would never know they had been through anything. The only way you would know is if you looked at the scars. But the scars, if there's a scar, it means there's been healing. That wound isn't open anymore, it's closed, it has been healed. God is looking for sheep that need some attention. They need an animal rescue. They need a sheep sanctuary. And this is that place. If I may, I want to say to the Morenos, you are an example. God's hand has always been on you. There's never been anything wrong with you. The problem was you were in the wrong pasture. You weren't being fed the proper things, you weren't being cared for. And look at what God is doing in your family, what He's releasing in you, because you're in the right pasture and you have the right shepherd that is able to feed you. There are other sheep in here who are not of this fold. And I mentioned it earlier, there have been several throughout the course of revival. The thing is, not everyone was meant to stay here, but they needed that healing. But there are some, and those who need to stay here, some of them have been here or maybe are here today. And there are more coming, but the thing is, for those sheep... What will happen is there will be a voice inside of them that says, that's where I need to be. That when the man of God speaks, there is a witness to say, that is the voice of my shepherd. That's the voice I've been looking for. That strong voice is going to tell me what I need. And they are hearing it. And I believe that some of those decisions, some of the ministry has been talking about throughout revival, that there are people that are going to have to make decisions Am I going to stay in the wrong pasture and suffer? Or am I going to go where God is wanting to heal me and use me after I am fixed and healed and restored? This is that place because God trusts our bishop. He can trust him, not self-seeking. Puts others before himself. He loves his sheep. and God trusts him in saying, there are too many of my people that are suffering and they are dying because this is not just, this is not just a formality coming to church and having a relationship with God. It's not a foregone conclusion that any one of us are going to make it to the kingdom, but there's some work that has to be put in. And so, This is a life and death situation that we are talking about. For those sheep that are with the wrong shepherd, if they do not leave, when God leads them away, they're going to die. Because their wounds will never be healed. They will not be nourished. If you're malnourished long enough, you're going to die. Your body will shut down on you. It's life and death. But I believe God has made it very clear that this place, and this is not, none of us get up here and, and what, puff out our chest and say, look at us, look at what God's doing here. Man, there's no pride in this. What it is is that this is a place, because of the example that we have, that the men of God that he trusts, the women of God that he trusts, the people of God, not just us, but the entire fold, if you call him your bishop and you mean that, this is a place where life is available. What a sad thing it would be for a sheep that belongs to this fold to taste death. Because the way that God is speaking to us, the way he is feeding us, there should be no excuse for us to starve There should be no excuse for us to be broken. To be sick. God is ministering in every single one of us. He's pointing out, pinpointing things in our lives and saying, I want to heal that. I want to get rid of that. I want to pull that out of you. I want to show you the way. This is the place where God wants us to be. And this is the place where we need to stay. So I say to those Who may be struggling with this pasture. I believe God said it earlier. There is not another one like him. He spoke directly to us. Go ahead if you think you can find a better pasture. And a better shepherd to lead you. You're not going to find it. There are some of us today that need to check our hearts. And make sure that we're not making a life and death situation. And choosing the wrong of those two. There is life available in this house because this is God's house. This is a pasture that God has prepared for his sheep. The sheep that are already here and those that are coming. And I'm coming to a close this morning. Time is, I'm not sure how much time. Nobody truly knows. But what I do believe is that there's not enough time to make silly mistakes and expect that we can recover from it. None of us know the day or the hour. But the fact is, we let the wrong things in, Brother Moore. We eat. With those wrong things at our table, we welcome them into our house and it leads us out of this pasture, out of the hands of God. What's going to happen is at some point you're going to realize there was a mistake made. But are you going to have the strength to even get back to the pasture that you left? This morning, why don't we all stand? Ready, church. There's more sheep coming. And they're going to be hurt and they're going to be sick. They're going to be broken. And we got to make sure that we don't add to any of that, but that when they get here, we are a part of that healing process. We welcome them into the fold. There can be no natural, you know, stigmas we hold because oh, they came from over here and they came from over there, and well, I know how they used to be, but it doesn't matter because if God is bringing them here, they belong here. And if you are one of those sheep that belongs here. But you're currently in another pasture, God's gonna show you how to get here. He's gonna give you the wisdom and He's gonna give you the way to get here because He's been searching for you. Because He loves you and He wants you in His pasture. So, church, this morning, why don't we just lift our hands? Why don't we thank God for His word this morning? If that is you and you need to make some commitments this morning, I want you to give it to God. If you've been thinking about leaving the pasture that you know you're supposed to be in, that needs to be submitted to prayer today. Some things need to be right. And I want to say one more thing. If you belong to this fold and this man is your shepherd and you are struggling with feeling like you are a part of the fold, do not be deceived into thinking that that is of God. That is the enemy. That is a thief trying to steal you out of the hands of your shepherd. You belong here. God has a work for this entire body to do. You belong. You are worthy to be here. You are worthy to be a part. God has great things for you. He has great things for all of us. So one more time, let's lift our hands this morning, and let's submit our hearts and our minds unto God this morning.